I'm proudly voting for Obamni this election, and there's nothing you can say to change my mind. Like, seriously. I just like him better than the other guy. He's like a really nice guy, and the other guy just doesn't seem as nice. And it's like, I don't want a not nice guy to be my president. That's stupid. Like, he should be nice, and Obamni is like really nice. Like, if I were like, hey, Obamni, can you spot me a dollar? He'd totally be like, yeah, sure, no problem. I'd be like, thanks. And he'd be like, um, I'm the president. It's like what I do. And I'd be all like, oh, yeah, right. And he'd be like, oh, by the way, thanks for the vote. And I'd be all, yeah, I know, right? Oh, and also, I like where he stands on certain stuff. Like, I like that he's super supportive of, like, people, you know? He believes in people and that people should be able to do the things that they want to do. And I like that because I'm a person and I want to do the things that I want to do. And the other guy is, like, not like that at all. He's all like, people should do the things I want to do. And I'm all like, nah, uh that's stupid. Don't be like that. And he's all like, whatever. And I'm like, fine, I'm not voting for you. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I'm still going to be president. And I'm like, whatever. And he's all, whatever. And it's, like, totally ignorant, you know? And that's the other thing. The other guy doesn't even want people to vote. He's like, well, if you're not going to vote for me, then, like, don't vote. Which is just, like, so, ugh like gross you know i'm like hello i'm in america right like don't even be like that he's all like but i don't want a bomb need to win and i'm all like well you gotta do something to get me to vote for you because i'm gonna vote for someone and it's certainly not you and he's like yeah well whatever i'm like not gonna do that but like whatever and i'm like yeah like whatever so like that's why I'm voting for Obamni, and I'm going to make sure that all of my friends know about it, because if they're really my friends, they're going to share the exact same opinions that I do, and then they'll vote for Obamni, too. So, like, yeah, that's, like, totally why I'm voting for Obamni, or whatever. Friends! This is it, another episode. And you know what's special about this episode other than the fact that it has an amazing title? It's that we're finally caught up, friends, on the schedule that I arbitrarily set for myself that you don't even know because it's only in my head. But in my head, we're finally caught up. So we're going to go back to every other week releasing an episode rather than every week because <laughs> I'm becoming a bit of a recluse. And as much as I do love being a recluse, it is... Uh, it can be trying to have your neighbors think that all you do is talk to yourself late at night and giggle at your own jokes and then listen to the sound of your voice over and over again. I don't need them to think that. <laughs> anyway, friends, this episode of Femoir the Podcast is themed Red State, Blue State, Your State, Pooh State. Kind of in honor of Dr. Seuss as well. Even though at no point is there any more rhyming. I didn't even think about that Dr. Seuss thing till I said it. Even though I've had that title in my head for a very long time. I didn't even think of the Dr. Seuss thing. I could have come up with an awesome poem. Maybe for a future episode on poetry. Because pretty much Dr. Seuss themed poems are the only type of poetry. I can do neither here nor there what is 
here and now is this episode. It's election themed and it's coming out on the election day. And that's so exciting. And the most exciting part is that the election is almost over. But this actually has very little to do with the actual election and it's just for fun. Just for fun, friends. We're just friends having fun. Femoir.com is the website. You can check it out. But for now, enjoy this episode, friends, of Femoir the Podcast Presents Red State, Blue State, Your State, Poo State. A young woman approaches a soapbox. She stands upon it. She gives an apologetic look to all the listeners who are about to hear what she's going to say. And then she begins. Everybody's obsessed with, quote, facts now. Nobody admits that it's okay to have opinions. True, I don't have all the facts when I state my opinion on something. That's why it's called an opinion. I get some of the facts, and then I make up how I feel about it. It's an opinion, and at least I'll admit that that's all it is, is an opinion. Too many people today rely on so-called experts who themselves don't usually have all the facts. They have the facts that are convenient for them to have for whatever point that they want to make. And then they call that point that they're trying to make a fact. And then they don't admit that that supposed fact is actually an opinion. Unless you're giving me a number with a mathematical proof behind it, you're probably saying something from your own viewpoint and therefore skewing it even in the slightest. So it's inherently an opinion, which is great. I think opinions are our best asset in this world for debating, for learning, for keeping an open mind, you name it. If a debate becomes a quote fact versus another quote fact, everybody has to be right and everybody turns defensive about their supposed facts. Cherish the ability to have an opinion by actually having one and voice it as often as you can and defend it without becoming defensive and maybe even be willing to change it once in a while. It will change your universe. The young woman steps off the soapbox. She gives another apologetic look to those listening and she continues on with the rest of the podcast. All right, for those of you just joining us at home, we are well underway on this presidential debate, and we have moved on to the foreign policy issues. First up, Mr. Democrat, what will you do differently in the White House when it comes to U.S. foreign policy? Thank you, moderator. Foreign policy is important. It's how the world views the United States and how we, in turn, view the world. As president, I will make foreign policy a priority. But it will not be more of a priority than the American people themselves, because the American people are always priority number one. Thank you, Mr. Democrat. Mr. Republican, same question. Thank you, moderator. You know, it's so interesting my opponent would discuss foreign policy in this way. <laughs> of course it's important. It's foreign policy. But what my opponent is forgetting is that many Americans travel abroad. What happens to those Americans then? Do they become number two because they're not Americans in America? We have to make sure that all Americans are a priority always, no matter what. And that's what I would do in terms of my foreign policy as president. You know, I would like to interject here. My colleague seems to imply that I have no interest in Americans abroad. 
Americans are always the president's number one priority, whether they're in the country or traveling abroad. A good foreign policy plan like mine will make sure all Americans are Americans, no matter where in America or outside of America they may be. And in fact, I'd like to point out that my foreign policy plan also creates jobs and reduces the deficit. I'm going to respond to that directly, moderator, if I may. Foreign policy is extremely important important and my foreign policy plan is better than your foreign policy plan. Your plan outsources jobs and increases taxes, and that's not a good plan. In my plan, we reduce taxes and we make sure that all foreign policy decisions are pro-life. Well, interesting you should note that because my foreign policy plan is pro-choice and protects working class families and the middle class. Well, my plan seals up our borders and takes care of the Americans already inside of America while returning to family values and stimulating job growth. Well, rabble, rabble, my plan, foreign policy, rabble, rabble, middle class jobs, rabble, rabble, America, land of the free, rabble, rabble, liberal, pandering, rabble, rabble, and rabble, rabble, attempt to appeal to independents who I'm dependent on for election, rabble, rabble, rabble. Well, blah, 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 my plan, blah, 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 reduces taxes, blah, 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 America built on Christian values and should return to them, blah, 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 conservative pandering, blah, 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 attempt to appeal to independents who I am also dependent on for election, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we have to take a break now for a moment, and when we return, we'll move on to our nation's economy and the specific plans each candidate has to get it back on track. We'll be back in a moment. Why do more people vote for reality TV shows like American Idol than they do for politicians? I think it's pretty simple. There's an actual difference between the options they're voting for. Disney acquired Lucasfilm in a $4 billion deal and is set to release a new episode, Episode 7 of Star Wars, in 2015. Rumor has it that Disney will focus more on the dancing and adorable story of the Ewoks than any of that pesky fighting or killing that was previously emphasized. Superstorm Sandy tragically wreaked havoc in the Northeast last week. But I have to say, after having experienced years of my own terrifying Aunt Sandy, it could have been a lot worse. Actor Gene Hackman got into a physical altercation with a homeless man after the man apparently insulted the actor's wife and threatened her physical harm. Hackman, who is known for upholding old-timey values, immediately fought back, saying, Nobody harms or insults my wife except me. You got that, buddy? Nobody. And then he raised his hand to his wife, who quivered in fear. Kelsey Grammer is coming under fire for bringing his newborn daughter Faith to a party at the Playboy Mansion. Most of the playgirls admitted that they were simply upset because there was another blonde there who made them feel really old. Madonna was booed on stage during a concert for endorsing President Obama. The fading pop star was actually relieved after the incident, stating that at least she knew why she was being booed that particular night, unlike most other nights of her concert. Miley Cyrus cast porn star Jesse Andrews in her new music video. Andrews has said that acting like Cyrus is attractive will be the most difficult and trying thing he's ever been asked to do in his entire career. Hey, Rachel. 
Ugh, I know, I know, I'm gonna vote. I just, ugh, I don't know. And that's the problem, I'm undecided. Like this morning I thought I would vote for the Democrat because I went for a run and there were all these signs for the Democrat in my neighborhood and I thought, oh, that's really nice. Like my neighbors like the Democrat. There's a lot of neighbors of mine who like the Democrat and I like my neighbors, so I might as well like the Democrat, you know? But then I was waiting at a red light and I saw this bumper sticker for the Republican that said he'd do a much better job than the Democrat and I thought, oh my God, it's on a bumper sticker. It has to have enough logic behind it to be true because people don't just put that stuff on their bumper sticker, right? It has to be really true. So I was ready to go home and vote for the Republican until I get a call on the phone that afternoon from like a big time Democrat. It was one of those pre-recorded messages, but at least they said my name right. And the message that the politician was telling me was about how awesome the Democrat is. And I thought about it after that call, and it has to be true. I mean, why would they go to the trouble of recording a message and getting my name right and dialing my number unless they know what they're saying is absolutely true? So then I was right back to voting for the Democrats. But then I got on Facebook, right? And there are all these political posts by some of my Republican friends saying how awful the Democratic candidate is and how awesome the Republican one is. And until I looked at those Facebook posts, I I just, I hadn't thought of it that way. So there I go right back to voting for the Republican until I get on Twitter and one of my favorite comedians has tweeted something political, so of course I read it, and it's a blog post making the case again for the Democratic candidate. So I like him, and so I was like, I'm going to go out for the Democrats again because that guy likes the Democrats. So since I like him, it's like the transient property, it's basic math, but then one of the advertisements on the same blog that I was reading was flashing this red text and it said, what you don't know about the Democratic candidate. So of course I click on that text and it takes me to this website that has all these facts that are really awful about the Democratic candidate. And so I don't even know if I can vote for him. But then when I was on another site later that day, it had a list of all the really bad things about the Republican candidate. So I don't know if I can vote for him either. Not to mention I have to decide on everything else like senators, legislation, representatives, the sheriff and now they're calling me and sending me mail and everything it's like <gasps> enough you know I can't even decide what color pants to put on in the morning let alone all this stuff it's just it's too much I'm not gonna write someone in Rachel that is such a cop-out for people who can't handle getting all the facts and making their own decision that is a cop-out for democracy in general and I'm not gonna do it I'm just gonna let myself be persuaded one way or another I mean I'm an educated human being with a capacity to make my own opinions and decisions so I am gonna choose somebody I'll probably just wait till I'm walking in and make a game time decision on the spot and I hope there's some of those people waiting outside handing out literature as I walk in because that's going to make a huge difference to me. Oh, hey, I got to go. There are a couple men in suits holding Bibles knocking at my door and they look super friendly. So I'm going to go talk to them for a while. I'll call you back later. I think it's high time we have a hug revolution. I'm talking about people opening up their arms and embracing each other. There is so much shit going on in this world and there are so many people doing and saying really horrible things to their neighbors and peers and making them out to be these animals that they're not. And to be honest, if I think about it too much, I get really depressed. And I can't help but wonder if the people who are committing these heinous or really sad and pathetic acts, if they were just hugged more, would they have the same affinity towards violence and anger? I don't know. But I know that I got a lot of hugs when I was younger. And for the most part, the only thing I want to do to my neighbors and peers is spread the love hug style. So I encourage you to hug somebody today. 
don't be creepy and hug a random child and hold on for way too long and give their parent or guardian a creepy look while you're holding them. Don't do that. Just don't. But do take hug risks. Hug someone that you know could use it or you know would love it even if you don't know them very well. Hugs are free and easy and can make a big difference for both people involved in the act of hugging. So be passionate about your beliefs and opinions if they're important to you and debate furiously with your peers and neighbors and feel what you want to feel, but then remind yourself that the very person you're vilifying is an actual human being who deserves respect and love and is coming from their own life experiences and has a lot of stuff going on that you don't know a thing about. So after your furious debates and name calling, why don't you hug it out? It's a hug revolution, folks. So embrace it. That is our episode of Red State, Blue State, Your State, Poo State. Thank you, friends, for listening to it. I hope, as always, you enjoyed some or all parts of it. Uh, let me know what you thought. Website is femoir.com, and there's lots of ways of contacting me on that website. You can contact me on the Twitters, on the Facebook, all these different ways. Hey, speaking of contacting me, this is pretty big, friends. The next episode is going to be interactive. It's going to be called Fem You, and it's going to be based on suggestions from the Facebook page and the Twitter feed. So if you don't already like Femoir on the Facebooks, please do that or shoot me an email through the website or however else you want to contact me because you're going to want to contact me for the next interactive episode, which you, friends, could, should, would, and will be a part of. Please do, if you like this podcast, share it with a friend, make them a friend of Femoir, send them to the website or any of those other social media sites you can check out, like Stitcher or Comedy Podcast Network or all these other streaming sites that you can check out this podcast on. Much appreciated, as always. Friends, hey, can I tell you something? Can I say something real? Can we get real for a second? I want you to have a fantastic rest of your day. I, I do. I want you to have fantastic rest of the day okay you do that friends and i will see you with the next episode of femoir okay but until then i want you just to have a great a great day and a fantastic tomorrow all right friends that's all we got we'll see you next episode until then bye a really nice tone to it. Wow.